Alrighty, what's up everyone? This is a new episode of Sports Harder. I am your host, as always, Maddie Lukewarm Ice. And my co-host for this evening is it says in the corner, Jeanette Binder. How's it going there, Jeanette? <laughs> Not Jeanette. <laughs> Got him. Got him. I'm a little burly to be Jeanette. <laughs> <laughs> She no, as always, it's uh, my Mel. Mel just shook her head at me. She didn't think it was that funny. I thought it was funny. <laughs> she she don't get it. She don't get she doesn't, it. She doesn't think we're funny at all. Like I can't ever get her to laugh. <laughs> that is true. It's very hard to make her laugh. So, but yes, you. Yeah, we were pointing right at you. Hi, Mel. Yeah, see that? See, Chris says hi. He's nice. Hi. <laughs> she. She says hello as well. Alrighty, well, as always, I kid around, but my host, uh, Chris, or co-host, Chris, the Gorilla Binder. What's up? Like he said, it's been, uh, before we started the podcast, it's been a hot minute, but it, it's been nice to, uh, you know, kind of relax and chill and, um, you know, do it, do it when we want to, when we have time. There's no pressure, no... Uh, agenda that we had to take care of or anything like that so i i like it i think it's pretty nice makes it a lot more fun because i know we were thinking about maybe not doing episodes anymore but i kind of like it at this pace right now and um it makes it more fun once football season starts to be honest just because you know we do our picks every week you know fantasy football um you know a lot more topics to cover a lot more things to go over um the with NFL, I mean, the NFL draft is coming up this month, so got plenty to talk about with that and debate with that. Um, but let's uh, start off with uh, what's going down and a couple of things going down today that we can talk about. Um, let's start off with NFL. Um, some uh, disappointing news coming out of my side of the uh, L.A. Rams side. Uh, Aaron Donald being uh, accused of uh, assaulting a person at a nightclub, after hours nightclub. Um, the lawyer of this victim uh, posted pictures of what he looked like, and he was he was messed up. Like his whole eye was like swollen; he couldn't see out of it. He needed a bunch of stitches. He had a concussion, a broken arm. Um, I, I, I'm going to start off with the funny side of it first, <laughs> and then we'll be more serious. So let's start with the fun, the funny side first, and you. I'm sure you can back me up with this, Chris. Who the hell would pick a fight with Aaron Donald? Like, right? Like, like, what are you doing? Like, I mean, Devontae dude, Freeman did. Yeah, and, and he got, got picked, picked up, up like a rag doll. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> so I mean, like, I that guy is like the real life like Incredible Hulk. Like he's like the real version of the Incredible Hulk. Like I, 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 I don't know what you're thinking when you're trying to pick a fight with him, other than maybe to make some money. But um, but I, I don't on, see I don't see Aaron Donald picking the fight though. So I mean, this guy had to have been running his mouth or something, because Aaron Donald is a really passive guy. Like you look at him in interviews, like even like relaxed interviews, he's really calm and just he's passive, like. 
I don't see him starting a fight with somebody because he knows it'll mess with his career. Yeah. He seems like a smart enough guy to know that he's the face of the Rams, at least one of the faces. But he, I mean, I, I could probably say he is the face of, 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 the, of the team. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he kind of knows, like you said, to not put that in jeopardy. The reports are out, and of course people are investigating it and looking into it, but the reports are out that um, the accuser um, bumped into Aaron Donald at the club. Like he bumped into him or, or you know, whatever, spilled a drink on him. I don't know. And they, the group that Aaron Donald was with then had like a – whatever you want to call it. Like they started in the club that, yeah, an altercation – were asked to leave the club and then outside of the club after that that's when this person got assaulted um he's saying it was aaron donald um so it'll be interesting to see if it actually was aaron donald or if it was the group that aaron donald was with um you know guys like that as well i mean they run with a posse you know so um what what do you think? Is this going to hurt Aaron Donald long term, or do you think this will like you know get resolved pretty quickly and no one will kind of remember it? Um, I think if it comes out that he actually did it, uh, it's it's going to hurt him. If it comes out that he just straight up attacked the dude, it's going to hurt him. Like it, it, I mean, it's he's probably going to get like an eight game suspension. You know, so it's yeah. going to hurt his paycheck a little bit. I don't think it's going to end his career. And I think eventually it'll be just swept under the rug unless he does it again. Um, the way I look at it, though, like I saw some of the guys that, that were rolling with Aaron Donald and he's kind of the biggest one of them all. And I, I think if I think if Aaron Donald punched that dude, it'd be more than just a black eye and some stitches. I think the dude would have like his skull would have like caved in. <laughs> Honestly, so I mean, Aaron Donald can bench 600 pounds. Yeah, he hits like offensive linemen have said he hits with the force of a freaking truck. (laughs) Like, I think if he was to put his weight and his strength behind a punch, he could easily crush that dude's skull. So, yeah, I I honestly think that it was somebody in, in Aaron Donald's group that may have fought him and punched him in the face. And he's just blaming Aaron Donald because he knows that's where the money's at. Yeah. But he, he has to prove it. Like Aaron Donald's innocent until proven guilty. I, I don't think he did it, but if he did, whatever, the guy was stupid for trying to fight him anyway. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. So I definitely agree with that. I'm hoping it comes out that he didn't. Uh, I mean, to be honest, Aaron Donald is one of my favorite players probably since like Kurt Warner. So I really, I really hope that he didn't do it. I hope it was just someone in his group and, you know, he can learn from it and not roll with these people again. Um, like you said, he seems so chill off camera, you know, on camera interviews. Like he doesn't seem like a guy that would get riled up very easily. I mean, you've seen him get riled up on the field, but that's more like competitiveness. You know, he wants to, he wants to be the best when he's out there, you know, obviously he wants his team to win, but yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see. I, I agree with you. I don't think he did it. Um, so I'm keeping my fingers crossed as a huge Aaron Donald fan that it's true that he didn't. You know, you know, what bugs me the most. If you're going to pick a fight with somebody and like somebody's trying to pick a fight with you 
and you don't want to fight, you just tell them, look, I'm good. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I don't want to fight. But if you went outside knowing that they're outside, they got kicked out of the club. You went outside looking for a fight. If you're going to fight, right? if you're going to fight, it doesn't matter who you fight. If you win, you walk away. If you get your ass kicked, you don't go press charges like a little bitch. <laughs> like you just don't. It's you. Okay. You kicked my ass. So you shake your hand, walk away. Like it happens. I've had my ass kicked. I shake the hand and I walk. I'm like, good on you, dude. But <laughs> it doesn't happen often. Like usually I'm the other one that they're getting up, shaking my hand. But that's the trained fighter in me. Like it's just dumb that you went outside knowing that they had just got kicked out of the club for messing with you. Yeah. For trying to fight you. So you go outside with them. What the hell do you what think hell? is going to happen? Hey, it's yeah, a whole exactly. posse and it's Aaron Donald and I'm going to go outside and I'm going to try to fight Aaron Donald. You're a dumbass. <laughs> it's like, true. I was I, talking to... Oh, I'm, go ahead. I'm, I'm one hell of a fighter. Like, I can fight. I'm pretty damn good at it. But I wouldn't fight Aaron Donald. <laughs> like, I don't get... You couldn't pay me enough to... That's like trying to fight Mike Tyson. That's retarded. Don't do it. It's like trying to fight uh, Francis uh, Ngannou, you know, just <laughs> one comes in it's with like, music blaring. Oh, it, it's uh, it's like trying to fight Francis. Ngannou. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm gonna fight that guy just because I'm in his way. Nope. <laughs> hey, you have to fight Francis Ngannou. I retire. <laughs> i had a good career i'm, I'm calling it <laughs> yeah. i mean stipe beat him last time but this time like stipe didn't even he didn't look like he showed up and Nganu like nailed him like nobody's ever rocked stipe that that bad and he just dropped <laughs> like oh, I yeah. watched, that yeah. was brutal but yeah no like there's certain people you just don't pick a fight with Aaron Donald's on that list. <laughs> this is this is true, factual. Um, alrighty. Well, uh, the other thing in the NFL that uh, went up today, uh, of course, that uh, Javion uh, Clowney is going to be signing with the Browns on a one-year deal. Uh, I'm kind of upset. I kind of wanted the Rams to go out and get him. I mean, especially on a one-year deal, like we could have really used him. You know, ten million um, though. Yeah, I mean, still, all these one-year contracts, one-year, one-year, one-year. So, I mean, with with that, the Browns continuing to stack up in free agency. Um, I feel like they're trying to obviously make a, a, a push, you know, for the Super Bowl as well. Um, so, does this get them over the hump? Are they, like, finally there, or is it still – you know, Tampa Bay's, you know, title losing, basically. It, Tampa Bay stacking up, too. Like, they just signed <laughs> Giovanni Bernard. Yeah, and the Cardinals so, are stacking up as well. Uh, talking about that, they just signed uh, James Conner, the running back from the Steelers. Yeah. Like, they lost on, again, Drake. on a one-year contract. Everything's and, one year right now. <laughs> Um, I think 
I think it's going to actually push the Browns to where they could be the best team in the AFC because now they've got a, an even better defense. I mean, they were they were able to get after Patrick Mahomes pretty well, not great, you know, and then that, that stupid Alex Mack hit that, that took Mahomes out of the game, you know, that was kind of harsh. And, I mean, Mack has come out and said, hey, you know, I wasn't trying to hurt him, I promise. I was just going for a tackle, and I grabbed what I could grab. Yeah. And he's like, and I even tried to cradle his head so it didn't hit the ground, but it's, it still did hit the ground. Um, but I think the Browns are st- – I think they're stacking up to where it's going to depend on Baker Mayfield, what Baker Mayfield shows up. Is it the Baker Mayfield that spreads the ball? Or is it the Baker Mayfield that tries to force throws to Odell Beckham because it's Odell Beckham? Because yeah. I can tell you right now, the Browns' defense is going to be the number one defense in the league. Wow. I you think, think the, the Rams are going to drop down, huh? Well, I mean, who all did the Rams lose on their defense? Uh, they, they lost they a lost few some, people. Yeah, they did lose some people, yeah. And where did most of them go? <laughs> the Browns. <laughs> yep. At least in the secondary, yeah. Yeah, yeah they so definitely... I mean, you, you add, you take pieces from the reigning number one defense and then add them to Miles Garrett, to uh, Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward, yeah. Um, Greedy, Greedy Williams, um, Andrew Sandejo, Alex Mack, and then you add Jadavion Clowney into it. Like, they're going yeah. to be scary on defense. The only yeah. thing that's going to hurt them is what Baker Mayfield shows up. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think they'll make a good push in the playoffs again. Um, you know, depleted Steelers, Ravens, I'm not sure, you know, what, what their deal is. Um, you know, they might be able to – you know, challenge the Browns for that division. But I really think it's the Browns division to lose, uh, to be honest. Um, And the Bengals are still the Bengals right now. They're nowhere near competing level, you know, so. Especially losing um, their number one receiver and their number two receiver. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because they lost A.J. Brown to the Cardinals. And then John Ross went to. No, A.J. Green went to the Cardinals to the. To the Cardinals. You said A.J. Brown. I meant A.J. Green. Sorry. Hey, it's a color. <laughs> yeah, wrong color. <laughs> A.J. Green. A.J. Brown is still on the Titans. But, um, no, A.J. Green went to the Cardinals. And then I know John Ross, I, I can't remember where he went. But I know he's not on the Bengals. And then they lost Gio Bernard as well. It's like, well, what are you going to do, man? Like, yeah, you have Joe Mixon, but Gio Bernard was – your prolific runner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and talking about the Bengals, just to throw this out there real quick, I guess, before we move on to something else, little, little tidbits always make me think of something. And then I kind of want to like, you know, talk about it and debate about it. So speaking of the, the Bengals with uh, you know, them depleting and stuff like that, of course they have Burrow, you know, who is coming off of that injury. I guess it's hard to say, but, would you right now put more faith in um, Trevor Lawrence, like being more of a go-to than Burrow, or was, or would you still go with Burrow as kind of being 
you know, the, the guy going forward, kind of like the future for the NFL type of thing. Because I saw, wait, for the I saw whole an NFL? article where people – No. Oh, sorry. No. For the whole <laughs> NFL? No. Neither one of them. Neither one of them. Oh, nope. wow. <laughs> well, I, I saw an article on ESPN, and they were talking about, like, who, who you would go with. Would you rather go with Trevor Lawrence or, you know, Joe Burrow? Um, like for your team, like if you were going to pick a quarterback for your team, basically. If I was going to pick, um, I would, I would take Trevor Lawrence, uh, simply because of the severity of Joe Burrow's injury. Like if he comes back and he's the LSU quarterback, Joe Burrow, then great. But that injury, like that one's hard to come back. He tore his ACL and MCL. Like that's yeah. hard to come back from and have the same speed, the same strength of the leg that you would have, you know? So right now, as it stands, I, I'd 100% take Trevor Lawrence. But Joe Burrow still has an arm. He's still accurate. You get him some receivers that will actually catch the ball. Get him Devontae Smith, like from Alabama. Like, yeah. get, him a, get him a receiver that will go out and get the ball. You know, A.J. Green's kind of old. John Ross had drop problems. He was worse of a drop artist than Amari Cooper. But <laughs> he – I don't know. Joe Burrow has the, has the ability to be a great quarterback if this injury did not end it. Yeah. I thought we just got a well, fair enough. Um, well, uh, talking about that, obviously, Trevor Lawrence, you know, projected to go number one over to the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, obviously. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> coming back to haunt me when it comes to <laughs> everything. Um, you know, because I had such high hopes for, you know, Justin Fields, and now it's like draft stock is like dropping. <laughs> You know, um, and and I don't know why he had a bad you know. pro day, dude. Like parts of it, parts of his pro day were really good. Like he was able to like hit the throws on the run, but it was the standing in the pocket throws that were hurting him. Uh, he was right. off by like a, like a couple yards. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it was enough that it was noticeable that it wasn't just like in the hands of the receiver. The receiver actually had to like dive for it. Or they had to stop to catch it, you know. But his his throws on the run, like, dude, he nailed a 60-yard throw on the run. Like, he rolled out and just bombed it off his back foot 60 yards. So, I mean, the dude's got arm strength for days, but it's his, his pocket presence isn't there. Yeah. And um, with that, I mean, with his draft stock dropping, you know, he could go – uh, to, you know, one of the teams in a later round, you know, to try to compete maybe with one of the quarterbacks that maybe is on the bubble. Um, I guess, like, if we if we had to pick our, our top picks right now for the draft order, um, obviously I think we both agree Jacksonville would go with Trevor Lawrence number one, right? Yep. yep. All right, and then number two would be the, the Jets who – obviously is getting a quarterback because they traded their quarterback to the Carolina Panthers. Yep. <laughs> Darnold is now with the Carolina Panthers. I don't know if we talked about that on the last episode or not. No, because it happened bef- after the last episode. Okay. Because our last so, episode was 100, right? This is 101? 
Yeah, this should be one-on-one. So, yeah, so with that, uh, with Sam Darnold being traded to the Carolina Panthers, are the Panthers giving up on Bridgewater already, or, you know, are they just trying to get a little bit of QB competition going on? Like They, they actually gave Bridgewater the approval to seek a trade. Oh, uh, okay. So, so they're going with Sam Darnold. So, yeah, they are giving up on him, which – Which is dumb. I don't know. If I'm the Panthers, I don't know if I really would go with – Arnold over Bridgewater. I think I would stick with Bridgewater. I don't Yeah, I don't know. Bridgewater's proven himself, and I don't know why. Like their their problem last year was their defense had nothing to do with yeah. Bridgewater. It's this Derek Carr situation. It's yeah, blame the quarterback. Blame the quarterback when the quarterback threw for four thousand yards and like four interceptions. Well, Bridgewater had like I think he had eleven last year, but he had like thirty touchdowns, dude. Yeah, no, that's that's very true. So, very very interesting with that. So the the Jets with the number two pick, um, if I had to, if I had to say that they were going to pick anyone, yep, that's <laughs> that's what that's what I was about to say. I think they're going to go with uh, the BYU quarterback. Um, to be honest, I think he'll Zach go number two Wilson. overall. Yep, Zach Wilson, poor guy has to go to the Jets. <laughs> like, I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. He's used to not being on a good team. He plays for BYU. <laughs> and like how many games for BYU did he have to save? Because the defense Oh yeah, it was on his shoulders. Yeah, it was on his back. On his shoulders all the time and he made it happen. I think he's a better leader than Sam Darnold. And he I I'm not saying the Jets are going to be great, but I could see him going <laughs> six and twelve. Or no, now it'd be six and what is it? They With go the seventeen games, schedule. so six and eleven. Yeah. Not six and ten, six and eleven. Sorry. There you go. So yeah, uh, I to be honest, I can't see them getting six wins. I'm sorry. Like maybe four wins. Like <laughs> I don't see them winning six they're, games. They're putting some weapons in there though. They've picked up a few people. You know, they've spent some money. Yeah, I mean we'll we'll great. see. I, I I just don't have very much uh much faith in, in that though. But so I guess we both agree on the number two pick as well then. Um the number three pick was traded to the San Francisco 49ers for basically everything in the kitchen sink um so <laughs> 49ers saying over and over again that they're sticking with jimmy g as their quarterback but yet they trade away all these picks to the dolphins for the number three overall pick you don't trade that many picks for anything but a quarterback <laughs> like you you go quarterback with having the third overall pick i'm sorry and this will probably be the first time in a while that the first three are quarterbacks, I would think. Um, at least in my opinion, unless you're going to pick something different, but I'm going with quarterback. I think they're going to go with uh, Mac Jones from Alabama. Do you? <laughs> I, I think that's where the Niners are going to go. I think they're going to go quarterback, and they're going to they're going to take the Alabama quarterback. I think they're going to go quarterback as well. But I don't think they're taking Mac Jones. Oh, who do you think they're going with? I think they're going to take Justin Fields. No. No. Yep. They, they After won't. his stock was dropping? doesn't matter. 
Kyle Shanahan loves him. Huh. John, well, yeah, John I mean, loves him. Hey, that's all you need is the support from the GM and the coach. I mean, and you're in, so yeah. Um, but I think they're going to bring him in. Yeah, and he's going to sit for a year. Oh, behind Jimmy G. Behind Jimmy G. Learn, and then they're going to trade off Jimmy G towards the end of the season, after the season, and they're going to put him in as a starter. I think he's going to sit for one year. All right. Unless they're doing terrible, and then, of course, they'll throw him in. That's how it always goes. Yeah, with the crowd going, Fields. Yeah, Fields, 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 Fields. Yeah, so, yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if they throw him in halfway through if they're doing really bad just to give him the – experience so um all right so i guess we that's the first one we've disagreed on and so it only took until the number three pick let let me give you the reasoning they're not going to take mac jones mac jones has the exact same play style and and ability skill set as jimmy g so why are you why are you going to take another jimmy g take somebody else that has a a different skill set that can give you a more dynamic offense Justin Fields like John Lynch actually said Justin Fields reminds him of Steve Young oh all right fair enough well yeah I mean that's the way to go then um righty and then the number four overall pick is going to the Atlanta Falcons um again I feel like if Falcons are going to go quarterback to be honest um, it would be crazy if they go quarterback. The first four picks are quarterbacks. <laughs> um, I can't remember his name, but there was a quarterback from like San Diego State or something like that. That's been his stock has been going up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like the the Falcons could go down that that route and and get him at the um the number four pick and I think it's kind of the same scenario where you know Matt Ryan's gonna play and then he's gonna learn behind Matt Ryan and then after one year they'll get rid of Matt Ryan or Matt Ryan will retire one of the two um which I think Matt Ryan would probably try to go to another team I mean obviously he still wants to to win a Super Bowl after you know the choke city against the Patriots so um who do you think the Falcons are going with with the the number four pick? I think they're going to trade away the pick because they're going to stick oh, with really? the ice. Yep. And uh, I think who they're actually going to probably trade with is New England. New England, okay. New England steps up and gets, I would say, either Mac Jones or Trey Lance. Trey Lance is North Dakota State quarterback. Okay. But the dude's six foot four, two hundred and thirty pounds. He's a beast and he's got a <laughs> huge arm but yeah. but i think what they're doing is i think the reason that they would take trey lance is kind of leaning on the hey he uh he comes from the same school that carson Wentz came from so maybe he'll do good <laughs> you know oh well, yeah maybe um all right fair enough well uh that would be the number four pick um after that, I think it's not really going to be very QB-oriented. Um, they're going to kind of get away from those spots. 
I kind of want to jump down to the number 10 spot real quick, the Dallas Cowboys, especially, you know, with uh, David and your mom and Brian all being Cowboys fans. We can kind of talk a little bit about their pick at number 10. Obviously, they should go defense, and they should pick a defensive player and turn that defense around. I mean, holy hell, it's bad. Mm-hmm. But reports have been out that Jerry Jones says that he loves the Florida tight end. Um, shoot, what's his name? Kyle uh, Pitts. Pitts, yeah, yeah. He said he is he is like in love with Pitts, Dude, and Pitts if he's there at number ten, he's gonna pick him. Pitts won't make it to number ten. Oh, you don't think so? Where is he gonna get picked up at? He'll either be five or six. He'll either be Bengals or Dolphins. Fair enough. You don't think Dolphins would still go Devontae Smith or one of the other wide receivers like Chase? No, they might. They might go Jamar Chase or – Because they already have um, – Or maybe Jalen Waddle. right? Doesn't the Dolphins already have a good tight end with Gusecki or whatever his name is? Mike Gusecki. He's, yeah. he's all right, but he's not Kyle Pitts. Like, Kyle Pitts is good, dude. Like, Kyle Pitts are comparing to – like Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller. Yeah. Well, true. But I, I just feel like if you already have a pretty decent one, you can get like a transcendent wide receiver, like one of those that are coming in. I feel like the Bengals at five are actually going to go offensive line, to be honest. Yeah, pick up that um, Penny Sewell from Oregon. Yeah, so I think the Bengals at – at five will go offensive line. I feel like the Dolphins are going to go wide receiver, I feel like. Um, the Lions at, uh, at seven, I'm not sure really what they're going to go for. See, that's, I, um, I think the Lions are They gonna, need help everywhere. I mean, they need a lot of help. Yeah, but I think the Broncos are going to trade up for pick seven. They have pick nine, so why not trade up for a couple picks to get who you want? And I think they're going to go for Mac Jones if he's there. They'll either go for Mac Jones or Trey Lance, whichever one is left standing. The Broncos will? Yeah. They, they don't believe in Drew Locke and in all rights. Like, I'm a Raiders fan. Keep Drew Locke. Keep Drew Locke. But, you know, <laughs> he's terrible. He is a terrible quarterback. That dude should not be a quarterback. He's like the Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> well – I mean, if all that plays out the way that we just described, then by the time it gets to number 10, then the the Cowboys could easily get pits. I mean, by that time. So If the Dolphins don't you know, take him, yeah. But, but it's just like they, they don't need that. No. Even if at number 10 one of these wide receivers like Devontae Smith or Chase is available, why would you even go down that route? Like you need a cor- – uh, sorry, you need a defensive player. Like – I I just don't understand why freaking Jerry Jones is talking about taking pits. Because Jerry like, Jones is retarded. I'm so, I'm not <laughs> supposed to use the R word. I'm sorry. He's dumb. Dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He he is not intelligent. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I honestly I I think the smart pick for them, if he's there, is Patrick Sertain out of Alabama. He's a defensive back. The dude's good. He's like the number one defensive back in the in the entire class. Like if yeah. if they don't take him to help their defense, they're dumb. <laughs> and I was actually just thinking about something outside of the draft, really stupid. Now, 
how many uh, number one picks do the Browns have on their team? How many? I, I'm not sure. After picking up Jadavion Clowney, because Miles Garrett was number one, wasn't he? Yes, he was, yeah. Uh, Baker Mayfield was number one. <laughs> Jadavion Clowney was number one. Says they have no. 10 first round draft picks on their. Yeah, they have three number one o- overall picks Clowney, Garrett, and Mayfield. And then they also have the Super Bowl MVP, Malcolm Smith. Malcolm Smith. Yeah, which, he was the linebacker for the Seahawks. Like? He's the one that ran that. The, uh, touchdown back, the interception back at the end of the game. So the Seahawks, when they won, Malcolm Smith got the MVP for that. But they have nine first-round picks on the Cleveland roster. I think they have ten. Yeah, they have ten now with Jadavion Clowney. So they have Odell Beckham, Jack Conklin, Miles Garrett, Baker Mayfield, Tack McKinley, David Njoku, Sheldon Richardson, Denzel Ward, Jedrick Wills, and Malcolm Smith. Like, holy crap, dude. <laughs> That's stupid. I don't like that. Okay. So, sorry. Back to the draft. The Cowboys would be stupid to take anybody besides Patrick Sertain. Well, there you go. Well, I mean, we'll we'll see what ends up happening. Um, like I said, I mean, not known for making the needed pick and making more of the, the sexy pick when it comes to that. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll see how that plays out. Um, let's see, when is the draft on the 29th? So coming up, coming up here soon. Um, well, the the stick was one last thing that I can think of in the NFL. Um, unless you can think of something, obviously, after we talk about this. But um, the last, or not last, but the thing that's over and over again, obviously with uh, Deshaun Watson, um, you know, having more and more women uh, coming out and saying that he uh, sexually assaulted them. Um, It sounds like from most reports from Deshaun's side of it is that it was consensual. Um, And one woman officially came out today and spoke. I, I, I didn't get a chance to watch it. I'm not sure exactly what she said. Um, but she, she, she's the first person to actually come out and speak. Um, names are being released here soon of the women, I guess. And so one of the women backed out, uh, she's now not, or two women backed out. Okay. Two women backed out. Um, I, this whole thing is such a big mess. Like I, I have no idea why the Texans still have him to be honest. I mean, with, with all this going on and it's one of the things where I can see some of them being consensual just because it's like, I'm an NFL superstar. Women are going to throw themselves at me. It happens. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm the face of this franchise and I make all this money. Women are going to throw themselves at me. So I I can understand that aspect of it. Um, But of course, you know, there's the other aspect of, you know, women have to deal with men like that that feel entitled and feel like well i am i do make this much money and i i do yeah do you know who i am type of thing and so they assert their dominance and say well 
you're yeah you're gonna do what i want because of those reasons um i don't know what do you make of all the newest stuff i guess with the 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 one female coming out i don't know if you watched that video or not of what she said Mm -mm. um like i said i wasn't able to i was trying to find it before the podcast but i couldn't find it so I didn't see that one, but I know that there was a girl that, that came out like last week or the week before. And she's like, I was actually a massage therapist for Deshaun Watson and massaged him once a week. And he was nothing but professional with me. Like, oh, wow. He was, he was actually the epitome of professionalism. Like he would, yes, he would like the door locked because he didn't want fans running in with him, like realizing that he's there and run in and like, get in there but you know i've I've gone and gotten a massage and they typically lock the doors just so you have that privacy so nobody actually opens the door while you're getting massaged because you're there to get relaxed you know and she came out and she's like it's he is the epitome of professionalism and you know it's it's not unusual for nfl players to go to multiple massage therapists like because we can only do one a week you know, because we have other we have other stuff, so we schedule one a week with them, where they sometimes need three or four days a week of massage therapy. So they'll have like three or four different massage therapists, and sometimes that it just won't mesh, so they'll end it, stuff like that. But one of the things that came out that was actually kind of interesting is, you know, we were talking about conspiracy theories and like, is Deshaun Watson really doing this, or is the yeah. Texans really doing this? The lawyer for the girls grew up with the GM for the Texans. <laughs> oh, gosh. They've been friends since junior high. Oh, my goodness. That came out. Like, oh, three no. days, it was like three or four days ago that that came out. And oh, so Deshaun, one of the things that Deshaun Watson's lawyers are trying to do is have him excused as a, um, I don't know what the word is, like what is it? It's uh you're not supposed to be involved in this because of relationships yeah. or something yeah. like the conflict of interest. That's the word. So they're trying to have yeah. him excused as a conflict of interest because he is like personal friends with the GM, the new GM of the Texans. Oh my goodness. It's it's a shit show. That's all it is. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is Deshaun Watson's only statement is I didn't do this. That's it. Yeah. He hasn't said anything else. He's, I didn't do this. I didn't rape anybody. I didn't sexually assault anybody. He's like, it's, it's a massage. And the one, he's like, I did have sex with a couple of them, but that was consensual. Yeah. And it was outside of the massage therapy place. It was separate from the massage. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, it, it'll, it'll be interesting to, to see how this is all going to play out. Do you think it's going to uh, end before the season starts? Hopefully. I think it'll end right before the season starts when there's no ability for the Texans to trade him. <laughs> no, I Then all of a sudden it all goes away. <laughs> I, I will stand up for this, though. If he did it, I think he should be done in the NFL. Like, not allowed yeah, to play. Yeah, we've said that before. Yep. I definitely agree. Um, like, cannot go to Canadian you. Football League, can't go to Arena Football League, can't go to the – Fan controlled, like he is done, hundred percent. Can never coach, nothing. Like completely yeah. separated from football in the world. Like 
especially with 21 women coming forth. Like, that's terrible. It was 23, but two dropped out. So, 21 women. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree uh, with that wholeheartedly. So, um, it, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what's, uh, what's going to, to happen with all that. Hopefully, again, like we said, it gets wrapped up uh, pretty quickly. Um, I, I just hate, too, if, if it's not true and he didn't do it, that someone these people were trying to drag his name through the mud you know and and trying to 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 do all of this um you know i I, like i i have seen you know from personal experience like what can happen if you know you say like things you know like that and and try to ruin you know someone's life just by saying stuff that didn't really happen so it's uh hopefully you know I know it won't ruin his career if it's not true, but like it's personally, for his personal, yeah, his his personal well being. I hope he, you know, still be able to get through it. That's, that's like a, a rough thing to have to go through. So, um, I, I will say one thing. Like, I don't know. I just brain farted. Um, <laughs> yeah, like what the biggest red flag on this whole thing to me is 23 women total have come forth and said he sexually assaulted me. Right? Yeah. 23 women have said Deshaun Watson sexually assaulted me during a massage. To me, wouldn't that pose the ability to file criminal charges, whether they wanted to press charges or not? Like, there's not Um, been a single investigation from a police officer on this like why not why yeah. why not i think i think that's one thing that he should come forth with and say you know what if i did this file criminal charges have a cop actually investigate this have a detective investigate this you know that that right there to me would be so much of him standing up for himself but yeah it, it's yeah. really kind of like throwing up red flags that these girls are only suing him civilly and that there's never been any kind of criminal proceeding, any talk of criminal proceedings. He, he raped 23 women, supposedly. Like, I'm sorry. He, if he did it, go to jail. You're done. Yeah, right. Like, why are, <laughs> why are you just trying to go after this dude's money instead of actually filing criminal charges and stopping him from doing it again? Yeah, I think that's the the key thing and the big thing is why wouldn't you want to stop him from doing it? I mean, you, you are right. If if he's doing something so heinous and he keeps doing it over and over again, then it seems like that is what you have to do. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, stop stop that from from happening ever again. So yeah, I I definitely agree. There's a lot of you know so many different red flags. It's 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 crazy. Um, but uh, already, well, if we uh, move on to uh, some baseball with everything that's uh, been going down with that, because we've had opening day, we've had a bunch of games, uh, something we posted on our Sports Harder Podcast Facebook page, which I thought was cool, was uh, San Diego Padres uh, Musgrove throws 
the first no hitter in Padres' 52 year history. So, man, two, I think it was like the second or third game into the season, and we've already got a no hitter to, to start the season off. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's, that's crazy. And the, the first one for the franchise was nuts as well that in 52 years, no one's ever thrown a no hitter. The Padres seem like one of those teams that are trying to make a push to kind of get themselves, excuse me, out of, you know, the whole, you know, we're the Padres, you know, so we, we obviously suck, you know, trying to, trying to get into more of the, the winning mentality. Um, I mean, how, how do you feel with that? Cause I mean, obviously they're in with the Dodgers, so, you know, how, how, how is that going to be able to stack up the Dodgers, you know, are the Dodgers, you know, I kind of feel like they're always the ones that you have to try to, to dethrone. And obviously they're the world series defending world series champs. So do you think the Padres like have a chance they're going to make a push this year? I think they're going to make a push, but they're going to be a wild card team. I don't think they'll be, I don't think they'll win the division. Because the Dodgers are just, you think the Dodgers are going to win the division, but they'll make it close. But they're the only team that can make it close. Well, that's why I was gonna gonna ask you. You know, if if it's still basically the the Dodgers to to lose, basically. Oh yeah. Um, because they they didn't lose anybody. They're still stacked up with the same team that won the World Series. Like they're still stacked. I, I they're gonna win it. <laughs> Like, I don't know if they're going to win the World Series again this year, but they're going to win their division for sure. But while we were talking about um, uh, no hitters, this is just random. It's not MLB or anything. So there's a pitcher, uh, Hope Trotwine, uh, for North Texas. Uh, she's softball pitcher for North Texas University, oh, okay. okay? She pitched a perfect game. But the best perfect game that's ever been pitched in the history of any baseball or softball. So softball has seven innings. She pitched seven innings, faced 21 batters, had zero hits, zero walks. There was zero fielding errors, and she struck out all 21 batters. What? Yeah. What? Hope Trotwine. Yeah. Holy cow perfect 21 strikeouts that I saw that and I was like that's never happened I started looking it up it's never happened every no hitter has had like at least somebody hitting the ball like not getting a hit but they actually like have a fly out or yeah stuff like that she legit struck out all 21 batters that's just nuts yeah that's crazy wow well, dang, well, there you go. <laughs> um, that's going to be hard to top in any other sport, especially um, like Major League Baseball. You're not going to see that in Major League Baseball. <laughs> no. If you do, that pitcher's immediately in the Hall of Fame. Like, don't, you don't have to do anything else. Hall of Fame, done. <laughs> that's a record that will never yeah. be broken. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the most strikeouts um, I think that's ever happened in the history was like, I think it was like 21 or 24 in an MLB, which is seven to eight innings of strikeouts, which is an amazing yeah. feat. But I don't, I don't think 
I don't think there's when I was looking at it, I didn't see that anybody had ever had that perfect of a stat line. Gosh, yeah, that's 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 just that's mind blowing. <laughs> that's something you do in a video game. That's not what you do in real life, <laughs> right? Um, yes, that's that's crazy. Um, the other, uh, I guess, big thing that has happened so far in baseball was just COVID-related stuff. The uh, you know Washington Nationals to start the season had like six or seven players that had COVID and they couldn't start their season they basically postponed it a couple days a couple days and then um after postponing it and they couldn't postpone it anymore they just brought up a bunch of players from their minor league teams their triple a team and uh were able to play um of course now they're you know they have their full roster back and they're they're playing do you think there's going to be more scenarios like that where, you know, baseball is going to have to just bring up a bunch of people from AAA to play just because they have COVID stuff? It, it could. Um, I think with the, the big push that they have right now with the uh, vaccinations, I think that's going to help. Um, it's going to help alleviate that a little bit, but you still have to get everybody vaccinated and you have to have, like you're gonna have people that are be like, no, I'm opting out. I don't want to get the vaccination, you know, because right yeah. now it's still an option. Like they they can't actually make it a mandatory thing. But like Major League Baseball could come forth and say, if you want to play and you want to get paid, you have to get the vaccination. Same with like the NBA yeah. and the NFL, all because they have that governing body that it's. Hey, we, yeah. we manage all of this. We make the rules. You have to do this. But, you know, our, our government overall can't come forth and tell us that we have to have a vaccination. But that's a different story, a different topic. <laughs> anyway, I think, I, I think until the vaccinations actually tell everybody's gotten vaccinations. Yeah, we're going to see issues where, you know, players are going to be missed out and they have to call players up. It, it's going to happen more this year than it's ever happened before. Yeah, true. I mean, they're allowing fans to come into the stadiums now. Um, you know, they started that with the Super Bowl, and now the baseball stadiums all are letting – not full capacity, but it's like 5,000 or something like that. Um, I think they said the football stadiums this coming year will be at full capacity. Um, UFC just announced that the um, Conor McGregor uh, Poirier uh, third – rematch uh will be in vegas with full capacity i thought connor said he wasn't um, gonna fight him over some no, stupid it's twitter feud like connor was like you're a bitch i'm not fighting you <laughs> all because uh poirier called him out and was like hey you're supposed to donate to this like charity and you haven't done it yet why like that's all it was well and, and connor got pissed off and was like well i'm not gonna fight you now like <laughs> <Think>, what <laughs> Well, no, apparently, apparently Poirier um, apologized to McGregor and said that uh, it wasn't his place to call him out publicly about the donation and he was in the wrong for it. Um, so I think after him apologizing, it's it's going to happen now. And like I said, Dana White just announced today that it's going to be in Vegas and it's going to be full capacity. Nice. So, um so it, it seems like it, the things are going back to normal in the sense of sports stuff. 
Um, WrestleMania recently just happened over the weekend, and that wasn't full capacity, um, but it was at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Stadium, and they – I can't remember how many fans they actually had there, but, you know, they had fans, and it was the first time that WWE had, had fans. Um, and I think it was because it was an outdoor event, you know, and – uh, you know, Tampa Bay had a certain amount of fans for the Super Bowl, so WWE, you know, had it there and did the same thing. So, yeah. um, it'll be it'll be interesting. I'm, you know, I know basketball is allowing a certain amount of fans because you went to a Jazz game, you know, recently. Yeah, it's um, weird how they do it. Like it's so we didn't get our normal seats. That like, so my wife's work has season tickets to the Jazz. And uh, we have the we have normal seats, which are like row nine, kind of behind the basket, like pretty close to the floor and everything. Well, because of uh, my daughter's making a lot of noise, <laughs> <laughs> salt shaker and pepper shaker, hint, hint, wink, wink, right? <laughs> but uh, no, we uh, ended up on the opposite side of the court. Still kind of behind the baskets, not as not as directly behind the baskets, more off to the side. But we were like yeah. row thirteen, I think. So I mean it wasn't terrible, but what they did was they took every like other row. If, if you have season tickets, they just kind of moved you to every other row instead of just being on the row that your normal seats are. But they'd honor your seats for where wherever they put you. So so and it's random every right. game. So like because the season tickets are where they're at, whatever game they go to, like whatever game any of the employees go to, it's always a different different seat. It's never the same seat. But... Alrighty, fair enough. Well, um, one one good thing about um, the extra game for the NFL is uh, week seventeen, the last week, the Rams are actually coming to Baltimore to play the Ravens, and uh, You're going. I gonna go <laughs> you're going i'm i'm hoping that like they open up a legion stadium and i can go down this year like i really want to that'd be that would be really cool um yeah so i mean we'll we'll see how many fans the ravens will let in and hopefully i can get uh some tickets and go um, they won't let you in because you're a rams fan <laughs> Well, I've I've seen the Rams play twice, I think. I, I've seen them once at the Washington football team stadium. I wore my Rams gear. People were real nice. And then uh, went to Ravens game with one of my friends who's a Ravens fan, and I wore my Rams gear. And, um, again, the fans are really nice. No one harassed me or anything. Because so. it's not Oakland. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Right, it's not like Seattle or something like that. No, or Seattle's not fans. bad. Oakland is bad. Oh, well, I'm saying Seattle because they're such rivals, you know, Rams and and yeah. Seahawks. Like, but the worst you're gonna get there is the people are gonna be like, "You suck." And in Oakland, <laughs> they're gonna be like, "Hey, we we may not have beat you in the game, but don't don't show yourself in the parking lot. <laughs> you get stabbed, buddy." <laughs> Catch me outside. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. Well, um, so yeah, early early season for uh, uh, baseball. Can't really uh, say anything definite for right now. There's only been like 
10 or 11 games played so far. So um, still, still a lot to play. Uh, NHL, the, um, they recently got done with the trade deadline. Um, I know the Washington Capitals made some trades and uh, brought some people in. Um, the new guy that they traded for uh, against the Flyers last night uh, got a goal and an assist. So he's, as of right now, seeming to fit in pretty well. Um, but, I mean, we beat up on the Flyers. We beat them 6-1. to one. So it's one of those things where it's pretty easy to fit in when you're playing against the team that you're stomping. So, Do we ever talk about um, that dude that got the freaking uh, the hat trick in – like two and a half minutes. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, I think we did. I thought we brought that up on one of the episodes. Yeah, that might have been the one with David. Yeah, I think I think it was. So, um, NHL, you know, with the trades and different things like that, it seems like the Caps are trying to make a push, which is always good for your team when they're trying to make a push. Um, we'll we'll see what we can what we can do. Um, and. Uh, Right now, with the way everything's going on, there's been a pretty good amount of games. I can't remember exactly how many games they're going to be playing this year. They shortened it because of COVID. Um, they were talking about doing a bubble again um, because of the recent COVID spike, but I don't know if that's a for sure thing or not, if they're going to do that again for the playoffs. They've talked but, about it, but, but there's nothing actually voted on it yet, so don't know. Yeah. Um, and then NBA stuff. Um, let's see. I know one of the players got injured for Jamal Murray. Yeah, he tore his ACL. Yeah. So he's he's out for the Nuggets. So that's gonna hurt them so with, bad. He's their he's yeah. Their I was leader, gonna say with that. With with that, how how do you feel about you know? the Nuggets chances now. I mean, usually in a sport, you know, it's next man up, but with basketball, I mean, I think it's a little different. Jamal Murray is, he's the heart and soul of that team. Like Jokic is, he's, he's your dominating scoring scorer, but honestly, like without Jamal Murray, Jokic isn't going to get as many touches because like they're, well, he'll get as many touches, but he's going to be double teamed a lot more because they don't have to worry about somebody jumping out, you know, and shooting the three. Jamal Murray is, like I said, he's the heart and soul of the nuggets and losing him is going to, it's going to hurt their season. Like they may still drop down to like eighth seed and make the playoffs, but I don't, I don't think they're going to go far in the playoffs without him. Yeah, I think, I mean, that basically crushed their hopes and dreams for the season, (laughs) you know, when it comes to that. So, um, I mean, will they still make the playoffs? Yeah, but, you know, I could easily see them losing in the first round. I mean, the West is a very hard division. Um, So, if looking at the standings right now, Jazz are still at the top for the West. The Phoenix Suns, where the heck are they coming from? They're good, <laughs> they dude. The they beat the Jazz in Phoenix. But they actually beat the Jazz by like three points. And then, the I don't know, man. They're they're actually listed as the number one team in, in all of the power rankings right now. Like, they've jumped the Jazz in the power rankings. Wow. Yeah. 
I can't I can't believe that. That's crazy. Um well, Booker's playing out of his mind. Aiton's playing out of his mind. Chris Paul is playing like he's twenty two again. Like the dude's like fifty <laughs> years old and playing that good. It's insane. Yeah. So they're kind of coming coming out of the uh, woodworks. They got Jay Jay Crowder, but Devin Booker is the big one because he wasn't really that that big of a of a name when he got drafted by them. I, I mean, he was a big name, but I meant like other people were focusing on other players because he was playing in Phoenix. So I mean, people were just like not really noticing him. Yeah. But I mean, now I mean, <laughs> look 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 how how it is now for him. Um. So, gosh, yes, yeah, so that's crazy. So they, so they, uh, let me look at the standings again real quick. So, yeah, so they're in second. Clippers are in third. The Denver Nuggets are at fourth, but I can see them dropping down with Murray being out. The Lakers at five, which is kind of odd. I don't know if the Lakers are just like, we don't care what seed we are. <laughs> like, we're, you know, they're like, we're the defending champs, so we're just going to take it easy. I mean, they didn't really care what their seed was last year. Well, so. they don't have LeBron or Davis right now. They're both out. So, mm. uh, well, that LeBron just a lot his ankle or something. He's like sprained his ankle. He, he, he hurt his vagina. <laughs> Oh my days! Hurt. He got hurt from uh, the because they released the trailer for the new Space Jam with him right. in it. No, they. Uh, <laughs> so he he was going for a ball, and somebody else is going for a ball, going for the ball at the same time, and the other person, like I think it was a Toronto Raptor guy, bumped his leg. Like going for the ball, he was actually like, like. I think it was uh, Montrose Harrell like came out and was like, he was actually diving for LeBron James. And like, I, I watched the replay. The dude was diving for the ball, but LeBron was diving yeah. at the same time. And they just happened to bump and he hit LeBron James's leg and LeBron James hit the ground and started grabbing his ankle. Like he didn't even touch your damn ankle, dude. He hit your thigh, but okay. <laughs> Stupid. Flopper. All right. You know, I, Oh I, yeah. LeBron James, don't get me wrong, he is a great basketball player. He is one of the best basketball players that ever played the game. But he is a sissy. He wouldn't have survived in the 90s, no. the 80s and 90s. No. Like that was like street ball then, like Yeah, it's like if you, you know, flop, they're going to the whole team's going to come after you. <laughs> right? So yeah, no, I agree with that 100%. Um, sixth place is the Blazers, seventh is the Mavericks, and eighth is the Memphis Grizzlies. But Golden State and the Spurs and the Pelicans are still within grasp of taking one of the eight seeds. So, so do you hear about the they, whole playoff thing, like how they're doing it? No, I haven't I haven't heard anything about it. So it's like eight it. through ten will have like a playoff? So nine and ten will play one game, and whoever wins gets to play the eight seed, and then whoever wins out of that goes in the playoffs. Oh yeah, wasn't it David that mentioned that yeah. on the one hundredth episode? Yeah, so I started looking into it. That's a real thing. Like that's how they're doing it this year. I'm like, so if you want, if you look at like the standings, it's got the block all the way around the tenth instead of just the eighth. 
Ah, all right, fair enough. <laughs> I think that's dumb. <laughs> that's that's too funny. Um, well, in in the East, real quick, the 76ers are still at the top. Um, Brooklyn Nets in second, obviously, because they decided that they were gonna make a super super team. They they couldn't just handle a super team. They decided to make a super super team. Yeah. So the the Brooklyn Nets. They, there's an article that someone posted on ESPN saying, should the NBA get involved with not letting players make these type of teams, you know, not like basically cutting off how many top players like teams can have. And it's just like, I don't think the NBA can ever get involved in, in that. I mean, there's no way around it. They tried to fix it by doing the, you know, the max deal thing where, you know, players stayed for a certain amount of time and they could get that max contract but that's not working now because players just want to be on these teams to win titles. They don't really care how much money they're making, you know, because once they win a title, then they can go make more money, you know, somewhere else that they want to, because then they got a title under their belt, you know? So I, I don't think there's a way that the NBA can fix that or make a rule for that. Cause I, I don't think the players would allow it. So there is actually um, one of my friends, I don't remember who it was, but I was talking to him about um, the super teams because the NFL is starting to do it too. Like you're starting to see this, the super teams in the NFL where p- teams are stacking and they're, they're just paying a little less for people, you know? Yeah. Um, and the way they brought it up was have tears like, you know, you're this caliber of player. You're considered a superstar. You are in this pay bracket. You're a star. You're in this pay bracket. And you're not allowed to drop down and take less money just so you can join a super team. You have to be in that pay bracket no matter what. So, like, you take a LeBron yeah. James and a Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis, you know, they're in the top bracket. So they're going to make the top money. Well, if you have two or three players that are, that are top bracket, how are you going to field 12, 12 to 15 players for the team? Because yeah. you can't afford it anymore because you've already reached your salary cap on those three players. So, I mean, it, it was a good idea. It's never going to happen, but it was actually kind of a cool <laughs> idea. The problem, the problem yeah. that I saw with that was that you are tiering players. Like, as fans, we know who the superstars are. As owners, they know yeah. who the superstars are. But to come out and say, well, LeBron James is a superstar. Kevin Durant, you're not as good as him, so you're in this one. And then Dennis Schroeder, you're just an average point guard, so you're all the way down here. You can't compare to, like, Chris Paul or, you know, Mike Conley. So yeah. why are you, why are you like, in this upper echelon? And then Dennis Schroeder comes back and goes – well, I'm just as good as they are. Like, let me play them one-on-one. <laughs> right? <laughs> so it causes some animals yeah, no. that shouldn't be there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could definitely I could definitely see that being a problem. I, I will say, honestly, uh, the biggest problem is loyalty. Like, so there was yeah. an interview where Reggie Miller was asked, if Jordan called you and said, come play for the Bulls, what would you have said? Excuse the language. Yeah. Reggie Miller said, I would have told him to fuck off. That's what <laughs> Reggie Miller said. And the guy was like, why? He's like, because I had pride in the Indiana, Indiana Pacers. And if we could beat Jordan, that was my pride. 
I didn't want to go play with him just for a guaranteed title. I wanted to beat him for the title. I wanted to be the best. Yeah. You know, there, there's no loyalty now. It's, Hey, let's team up and go win a title. Like the title's the most important thing, not the competitiveness anymore. Yeah. No, I definitely, I definitely agree. And that's what kind of tips the scales of, like you said, those super teams that everyone kind of knows, well, they're going to make it to the finals compared to back then where it was just like, who knows maybe who will make it. I mean, yeah, you kind of thought during the Michael Jordan era that the Bulls always had a shot of winning the title. Um, But I'm sure there was teams that they were worried about while they were playing. I think nowadays some people don't even worry about certain teams when they play them, you know? Do you know Um, who the first super team actually was? The dream team? No, the the first NBA super team. The dream team? (laughs) It was the the Houston Rockets. The Rockets? I think it was like 94, 95, 96, 97 when they won the two back-to-back while Jordan was playing baseball. My, my, my years might be off there, but they had Clyde Drexler, yeah. Robert Ory, Hakeem Olajuwon, Charles Barkley. You know, they, they had a super team. Granted, <laughs> Charles Barkley and Clyde Drexler and Hakeem Olajuwon were all on their way out because they were old. Yeah. But they still had the clout and they still had the heart to play the game and, and they won. But then as soon as Jordan came back, they, they didn't win anything. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, that that all went out the window. Yep. <laughs> um, well, uh, like, w- well, we went on that rant about the Nets because they were there at number two. the The Bucks are at number three. I think the Bucks have kind of missed out on their window of opportunity to be able to win while Giannis was at his peak. I kind of feel like that's kind of that time has passed. I could be wrong, but I, I feel like they missed out. They missed their window. Um, and then, uh, the Atlanta Hawks surprisingly are doing well. They're in fourth. The Celtics are five. The heat are six. I feel like the heat are going to kind of make a run like they did last year. Um, they picked up some, some good people during free agency. So I feel like they're going to, they're going to get hot again and, and do well. Um, the, the Hornets are at seven, which again is shocking. And then at eight is the Knicks, um, the Knicks are then, eight? Wow. Dude, yeah. the Knicks have been the bottom of the barrel yeah. for like the last like 10 years, even when they had Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So then the Pacers um, at nine, close by on the Knicks, they're a couple games off. And then the poor, sad Chicago Bulls that I thought were going to try to make a run after they picked up some people. They so, still can if the playoffs you know, started today. They would have to go in and beat uh, whoever the hell you just said was number nine. I'm brain farting. The Pacers. The Pacers. So they'd have to go in and beat the Pacers and then turn around and beat uh, the Knicks, and then they would be in the playoffs. So I want to ask you, how do do you feel about them picking up Vucevic? I mean, they they needed to make some type of push to start establishing some type of winning culture everyone you know thought that anthony davis was going to go there because that was where he grew up and that was like his team you know when he was growing up he really liked the bulls but once that didn't play out and he stayed with the lakers 
it kind of, you know, put a damper on, you know, what they were going to be able to do. So I like that they, they at least tried. They didn't just sit around and be like, okay, well, we're not going to push for anyone. They, they at least put, for, put forth some effort and, and tried to make the team better. So I, I, I like it. I, I, I hope somehow that can build free agency in the off season and try to get some more people to come, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I just wanted to ask you about that. Oh, completely forgot <laughs> about this while we were talking about baseball. Did you see uh, Zach, Zach Granke? Granke? Yeah. Granke, yeah. He used to play for the Dodgers. I don't know who he plays for now, but there was a, a pitch that he did. So he has a 101-mile-an-hour fastball, right? He threw mm-hmm. this, like, knuckle changeup. Or not a changeup. It was a knuckle. Yeah, I think it was a changeup. Knuckle changeup. 53 miles an hour completely <laughs> psyched the batter out like the batter swung way before the ball even got there and he was like what the hell just happened <laughs> oh my goodness that would have been a sight right? to see that's for there's sure. a video of it they uh, i'll have to watch that now now yeah, i'm curious Grinke's 53 uh, mile an hour ball pitch it was funny as hell to watch. Oh my god, that's hilarious! Um, I I know, um, you know, since we we're to to end things, to wrap things up uh, with, uh, since we just mentioned baseball, um, it's been interesting since the season. Like I said, there's only been like ten or eleven games played that they've already had like benching a bench clearing like brawl mm-hmm. between like. A- like the Reds and the Cardinals or something yep, like they've that. They've all got COVID now. Um, <laughs> Did they wear is, their masks? I just think it's funny that, yeah, it's like that many games into the season, they're already they're already doing that. And um, it was because of um, one of the pitchers, like, hitting a batter from something that happened last year, last season. It's like they're still holding on to that. It's just like, really? Like, you're still mad about last season that you're going to hit a batter? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I thought it was it was hilarious. And then um, I saw a replay of uh, one of these players. Uh, it was the second baseman. He got a ground ball, and he put it in his glove, and the guy was running from first, and he was trying to get to second. And instead of just tabbing him with the glove, with the ball in his glove, he freaking puts the ball up on his shoulder like this, and like nails the <laughs> nails the guy with his shoulder. The bat the the runner just completely gets clotheslined and like falls to the ground. And I was just like, holy hell! Like he's justifying it by being like, look, I got him with the ball. Like just freaking wow. puts it up here. Um, <laughs> just completely nails him, and it's just like, dude, I was just tagging you. Like I I was just trying to get you out. Like you know. <laughs> It just blew my mind. I was like, man, well, that's uh, that's uh, more intense baseball. Like, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we uh, as always, uh, we always wrap things up with uh, our uh, our football announcement. Earl Thomas <laughs> still not signed. And the season is getting closer and closer. I feel like retirement is coming well, on. We closed out before um, actually mentioning Julian Edelman retiring. Oh, that is what true. Do, what yep. do you think his he, chances are of going down to Tampa? Ninety <laughs> percent. I'm gonna throw us all at seventy-five. 
75%. Yeah, I mean, Gronk did it. Gronk retired and then was just like, hey, I'll go back and play with Brady. So I could see Edelman easily doing that. And Tom Brady came out and said that he realized for the first time that there's more than just the Patriot way to win Super Bowls. And he said that because he was always about the Patriot way. But then, excuse me, here recently he admitted that there's more, there's more than just the Patriot well, yeah, way the of winning have lost Super, Bowl. Super Bowls. <laughs> True, but I think when you say the Patriot way, you only think of Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't you don't think of anybody else when it comes to coaching the Patriots. Which is so, so dumb because he couldn't. Uh, Bill Belichick couldn't win one with the Cleveland Browns. When he was a head coach over there. True, but what he played what one or coached he one season. So <laughs> <laughs> oh. but uh but anyways, well, as always, we appreciate the listens. We appreciate uh everyone viewing us on YouTube. Uh, you know, subscribe, like, share, do all that good stuff. Uh you all know our social media stuff, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know how to find us. There's been 101 episodes. If you don't know how to find us on social media anymore, then that's on you. Yep. <laughs> and that's, that's your fault. Um, and uh, oh, quick, quick shout out. I know it's towards the end, so not many people will probably listen to this part. But um, shout out to my lovely wife, Melanie the Felony, who defeated both of us in the March Madness Challenge. No, just, yeah, she didn't just <laughs> she- defeat us, dude. She demolished both. She beat me by 500 points. She beat you <laughs> by 300. That's one full hey, round. Hey. She whooped our ass. <laughs> she copied me for the championship final too, though. Like, I picked Gonzaga and Baylor, and she picked Gonzaga and Baylor. So, I mean, she she copied me on that front. So I feel like in a way I helped her win because I helped her pick the final two. So, but either way, she still beat us. She's so she 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 still beat the experts. So, uh, hat hats off to her. Congrats and um, you know uh, we'll we'll see. My my soon to be born daughter will probably do the same thing. She's gonna be beating, beating me all over the place. My daughter, so, just you know. Know. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> did you just go like this about no, my daughter? No, what is wrong with about you? her? <laughs> Boop. Boop. I know. You got booped. On her. Mm. She booped your cat your nose too. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Boop. So all right. Well, we, we appreciate everyone. We love everyone. And, uh, you know, until next time, we, we don't really have any set times that we're doing it. So next time you hear us, we'll be, you know, lucky for you. Pleasurable I'm just going to say, you. if so. you want set times, get us viral and get us paid. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. Right. And then we can we can have some more yep. fun with it. But uh, we appreciate you guys and uh, we will catch you guys on the flip Later. side. 